0: Hey! I-
1: Listeners, and welcome to another edition of The Days Past Tooncast. My name is Will. My name is Travis. And on this podcast, we have adult conversations about yesterday's animations. And as always, this is always. a entirely serious discussion that we're about to have. Yes. A heavy handed, ham fisted, mm-hmm. fist hammed, chicken footed, hard to the core. Oh, baby, hard
2: cored. The core is cement. The core. This core is cement. It's cement.
1: Not bement or dement. <laughs> <laughs> because today we're tackling we we're we're, we're going to have one of these woke episodes. Ooh, we getting woke. Uh, <laughs> we getting woke up in here at the DPTC studios. We're talking about some important issues. We're talking about history. Mm. We're talking about ethnicity. Mm. We're talking about race. <gasps> we are and we're, and we're we're tackling all of this from the perspective of 1981. Uh-huh. Transport yourself with us here at the Days Past Tooncast to Philadelphia. Yeah. The place, a junkyard. <laughs> the parties in question. I don't know, like half a dozen ugly kids. Right. That's about right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Because we're going all the way back. So people said it was impossible. The internet tried to stop us because they hid the hell out of these episodes from us. I went on a, like a 12 hour quest to find another episode of this show after the last time we talked about it. You were on the Pirate Bay, you were everywhere. I huh? was, I was probably like, if you've seen the movie Pi, how the guy's like writing equations on the wall, yeah, I was that guy for just writing about this show and this show. <laughs> Is hey 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 the new
0: Fat Albert show with Fat Albert and the Cosby Kids plus the Brown Hornet? You'll have some fun oh. now oh. with me and oh. all the gang uh,
1: learning from each other while we do our thing. Uh. Fat Albert mm. with one of the longest openings. Actually, I say that it's it's less than a minute. Yeah, but. This is, feels like one of the longest openings it does. ever because first you're faced with a uh, known felon, Bill Cosby Oof. immediately yeah and him, him in 1981 wearing a really tight shirt, just probably not a little, a little bit. It's okay. I wear tight shirts too. He just seems like he's trying to look like a child, kind of, like, to appeal. Like, he's just, he's like Tom Hanks. He got bigged. Yeah. And then he's like, hey, look at me. I'm because Y'all should listen to me. I used to be a kid.
2: He's got it tucked into his uh, in his
1: jogging pants. Yeah, exactly. Hanging out. Okay. So this particular version of the, because this show, this is around the time that they started calling, I guess, maybe a season into them calling it the new adventures of Thad Albert. <laughs> this was before it was in syndication. <laughs> they had to get new, huh? They got new with it. Yeah. And that's when they introduced the Brown Hornet so he he was a reg he was for a while yeah wow this is th- a show within the show was oh, introduced man. called brown hornet we're gonna get to him but i i have to talk with you about okay this opening because they've got the same theme song they always had right but this version of it the singer sounds so loud it's completely divorced from the music it's just completely offbeat You're watching people in a junkyard. It all looks like shit. Everybody's ugly as hell.
2: My my first line here. What's that? Song. Offbeat AF.
1: (laughs) It really is. Everything about this opening, the shoddiness, it just seems like the whole thing was built in a junkyard.
2: Like This cartoon uh, was created yeah, in the Junkyard. Someone's hitting an aluminum can, a hubcap. They're just getting it.
1: <laughs> well, Dumb Donald, everyone's yeah. big, big Dumb Donald. Oh, dummy. Uh, he's dummy playing, Donald. like there's a moment where we get to see all of the Junkyard gang playing their homemade instruments, which by the way, if they're all working, yeah. that, that's what they should be making money off of. They're always talking about how they don't have money on this show. They should just sell these things to hipsters because they love like esoteric old timey equipment. Yeah. So just tell them it's from 1800 or something like that. And some fist fighter used to use it. They'll buy it in a second dumb donald is using a plunger trombone <laughs> it is like 10 feet long but wrapped around into a trombone type thing you don't have one of those i don't i no. can't play trombone okay. no or plunger trombone. i can't play plunger i can't play trombone yeah. i certainly can't navigate the complexities of a plunger trombone Trom. i can't even say it hey See? i'm with you it's difficult yeah i am really glad to be back in the junkyard Oh, with the gang,
2: I love it. Uh, I, I'm I'm glad to see Filmation just grace that screen. You know how I feel about the Filmation. I buddy?
1: I do know how, and oh, I I, I knew it. that I it was like my my suggestion of doing this show. I was thinking like I'm going to throw Travis a bone. Oh, I'm going to make the suggestion. So I'm throwing myself a bone too, and the listener, because it's always a, a treat. It is to do a Filmation show. Yep, and it's always a treat as we've proven the one time to watch Fat Albert because just... they're always ready to teach us things. <laughs> they are man, as hard as possible. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Filmation, man, just the McDonald's of animation, man. Just fast and cheap, bro. Fast and cheap. The the reuse of animation here is great. Oh, baby. You can can
1: really just find find all of them and just pinpoint them. I'm sure you could play, like if you overlaid a bunch of different... Bad Albert (laughs) episodes together, a lot of them would match up a lot more than you would think. It's like the Wizard of Oz, Pink Floyd, Dark Side of the Moon type of thing. (laughs) But it's the actual... No, 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 no. No, I don't don't. mean either. Well, I didn't get into that album until my 20s, probably. Well, we're going to do that after this podcast. Okay. Okay, cool. How much pot do you have? Oh, Uh, Don't come get me, police.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Don't. It's legal.
1: (laughs) Not in this state, pal. Oh, yeah, you're right. Not yet. (laughs) So let's talk about this opening scene. Yeah. Rudy, the... I, I mean, they're all... Full of attitude, yeah. full of piss and vinegar. Ooh. Yeah, just full of it. You could, you, you, you just pinch one's cheek and it just comes squirting out of their face. It's a, it's a disgusting <laughs> image. <Lord>. Uh, <laughs> they, they are busting each other's balls. Right out of the gate as well. That's like, that's just what they do as friends. I would not want to be a part of this friend group. The kings of comedy, like you said on the first one. Dude, they are just like, they're all hiding a lot of insecurity. I have to make up because they are just making fun of each other. Rudy, who in the episode that we watched, seemed to be the most prominent player in the whole thing. right? Once again, is out front and center. He's playing like he's a cowboy. Everyone else... Seems to be there. Everyone else in his gang, Fat Albert, Dom, Big Dumb Donald, all these other kids. Yeah, Weird Harold, Mushmouth. We- <laughs> Is that their names? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Weird Harold. Weird Harold. <laughs> I'm serious. It's, it's like Weird Al's father. I'm like. joking with you. I know, I, anything you tell me about this show, I'll the believe deal, from buddy. here on out, man. Yeah. I, you're my go to guy for Fat Albert. <laughs> Thank trivia. you. Thank you. Rudy is playing like he's a cowboy, and everyone else in the Junkyard gang is playing along with him to try and make it cowboyish, but they all seem to be doing it really reluctantly, like against their will. Right. Yeah. Like, did he. Did they lose a bet? And they said, okay, fine, we'll help you live out like your Westworld fantasy or whatever it is. Cause he's just go- walking around in it talking in a terrible, you know, cowboy accent, which is I guess the uh, I thought it joke. was pretty good. It's better, it's not quite up to our Brave Star episode <laughs> <laughs> episodes, our yeah. accents on those.
0: Hey, look at me. <laughs>
1: These fucking kids.
0: Do we have to? Was
2: this drawn in front of of an audience, in front of a studio
0: audience? Why are you walking like that, Rudy? Oh, cowboys walk like this. (laughs) It's great for letting tumbleweeds blow through. (laughs) Watch it! Don't touch old paint, my horse. You only counted the paint ain't dry yet.
1: He goes up to, to dumb Donald, who has built just the saddest looking toy horse. It looks like a big yellow dog <laughs> made out of <laughs> out of wood, more so. And again, it's sad, but as a toy, very serviceable. They're very good with their hands, these junkyard boys. Yes, they have to be. They well then again, I think they really have a future. They could band together and make like a toy company or uh whatever, you know? Yep. Sell something to somebody instead <laughs> of trying to think up these dumb shenanigans that seem to get them into so much trouble. Last time it was a water slide. What'll it be next time? Yeah. Somebody's gonna get hurt. <laughs> they probably do. There's probably an episode out there coming. They need they need somebody who's like a producer who's like because I would think that Fat Albert would serve that role where he's like, Hey, you know what we should do is like sell that stuff, man. That'd be really good, right? <laughs> but slower probably, than that more and weaker sounding because he always sounds like he's on death's door. Yeah, <laughs> <Fat> definitely. <Albert. laughs>
2: Then he looks like he looks like he's thirty eight. He in this one, when, Even, when we zoom in later on, yes. it looks like
1: he's about thirty eight years of age. It's not just his weight; it is the way he's drawn. These are the ugliest cartoon characters we've ever encountered on this show, as far as I'm concerned. They they they're just drawn. We use the word often here. Perhaps it should be relegated to this cartoon only. Yeah, grotesquely. That's true. Yeah, they're all a caricature, and they're barely human looking. <laughs> sometimes like just just maybe it's just minimalism maybe that's my issue is i'm not looking at it for what it's supposed to be everyone's pitching in to give rudy this cowboy experience mm-hmm. <laughs> just the most yeah just the most cowboy experience. as much as possible someone should have asked like if he wanted some sarsaparilla or something like Oof. that or you know maybe he was going to shoot somebody up but the show Wants to have it both ways when it comes to teaching lessons because at one point he gets on his own fake horse that's on a homemade seesaw. So yep. another they could sell playground equipment. Yeah, I mean, listen, a pretty a
2: pretty decent little you know little horse for junkyard standards. Not
1: bad. Not bad. They for seem to standards. spend a lot of time building things. That's, <laughs> I we do get to see them at school in this episode mm-hmm. briefly. So now they've <laughs> answered the question of do they go to school? <laughs> that was a question I had last time. At least one of them does. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe he was visiting. It's Fat Albert. Maybe he just walked in and they yeah. let him be there. (laughs) Rudy jumps on this fake horse of his own and then it's on... I don't know like a, a seesaw of some kind that yeah. they made and all the other guys are like bouncing him up and down on it like a baby Like <laughs> he has to be treated like a baby It starts going so fast that he is jettisoned into the air catapulted,
2: catapulted Right into, into the heap of heap of landfill
1: a, a heap of rubbish yeah. of Probably like heroin needles and Ooh. all sorts of shit that yeah. could have at b- that time. Yeah Hurt at him that, yeah. at all times. That's all a garbage <laughs> like that's half of a garbage dump I, oh, I, I probably you in forever huh? a junkyard always yeah lots heroin of fecal needles. matter lots of heroin needles mm-hmm. Sometimes, if you're lucky, a little bit of heroin left in him.
0: Faster, faster. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man! Oh, Rudy, did it again. And he's fine. He is like shot twenty or thirty feet in the air. The only reason I give a shit about that, because I'm all for the slapstick, is that this is a cartoon. Slapstick where they're, here. They're, I'm calling Slastic over here. They're tr- this is a cartoon where they very heavy handedly, in about 10 minutes more into the cartoon, yeah. teach us about racism and the Holocaust. So they have real ramifications for behaviors for some. But then, cartoon ramifications for behaviors for other people. That uh, I guess they had to go real, real like right at first with it. You true, know, true. That's a good point. Though before we go super
2: duper, that dark, is true. Get some the universe.
1: Like if the parents were making sure it was a good show for them at first. Yeah, and then like, I'm like oh yeah, this passes muster. This is stupid. And then they walk out of the room, and then it's just like Holocaust photos for the rest of the thing, <sighs> dude. They they get close on this Cer- one.
2: Serial numbers. Woo, baby. Living, yeah,
1: it's it's bad. Pretty heavy. We cut away to Bill Cosby. He he's got some shit to say. It's it's not funny. It doesn't really matter. Bill Cosby is he was. What do you I, got? I shouldn't have to to. I, I'm not going to uh, put put. A, I'm not going to couch this. Uh-huh. Bill Cosby has said funny things in his life. He made money as a comedian. Yep. These were not funny things that he said in this cartoon. Nothing he said was funny. <laughs> I agree with some of the messages in it, ultimately, because yeah. he's talking about not being racist. That's hard not to agree with, even coming from a rapist's mouth. It's definitely cringeworthy when uh, he starts talking, buddy. Yeah, it, it really, like— It is super-duper cringeworthy. It's funny, though, every time he— Every time he talks, I want to find something wrong with what he's saying. Yeah. Or at least something funny. So easy to go there. It is. But the thing is, like, none of the stuff he says is funny on the surface. Yeah. Very little of it was funny without just totally bending backwards to try and turn it into some kind of like, you know, oh, that that meant that references when he committed those crimes. (laughs) And it's like and I also wanted to see if I could disagree with the message here, because like last time we watched the show, they were talking about crime yeah. and stealing cars. And I couldn't agree with the message that they were sending on that one because it was very muddled on this one. I just could not disagree with him nor make fun of him. Really. It was just like, Hey, you're not being funny, but you're not saying anything that is bad. This is just, you're right. We should not be racist. That would be great. Yeah. there. I mean, there are a couple things that come up. I, I can nitpick, but it just sucked because it made it not very fun to watch. It's yeah. like, oh, Bill's talking again. I will say every time we see Bill Cosby on this show, they've interrupted like a home project that he's working on. At one What's point, he doing? At one point, he's holding a bent pipe. With a pipe wrench. I wrote that it, it, down. It's in front of his hands. And the next one,
2: it's behind his it's behind his back. The next one, he's looking through it. He's looking through it to, to make sure there's well, no debris in there. I don't know what he's doing well, with this pipe though.
1: Now that I think of it, that's probably him trying to get some humor out of it. It did make me laugh, but I mean it wasn't really him. It was just the fact that it's like they were interrupting his work. Yeah, what are you doing? But what's he working on? He just has a wrench and a loose pipe. Yeah. Like, what's he making? <laughs> Like, I think he could take, you know what, schedule better. Either do the project and then do the shoot or or do something up. This is not how you should be shooting your television show. Right. <laughs> I really would love to find out that he's been building a home this whole time. Like if you watch the entire series, you see that he's built some kind of castle or I something I hope like his that.
2: tetanus shot is up to date though.
1: And then when we cut back from Bill Cosby, suddenly there's a woman I I guess not a woman, a a young girl drawn like a woman, drawn a bit like a woman who is just they they did not. Here's because this happens twice. They use this exact scenes animation. Uh This girl is just suddenly we we cut from Bill Cosby to a picture of Fat Albert's face right next to just (laughs) a girl. Just a, just, she was not introduced. Yeah, just she, a Caucasian girl in the land. This blonde chick yep. that just is there suddenly. No. <laughs> and that Albert just like, hey, I didn't see you come in. Or something like that. And they do it again later yep. when they talk to her again. Yeah. I I I think Funimation, I think filmation <laughs> <laughs> You love you love it, dude. I don't. It's just years of conditioning. <laughs> I think filmation, we, we, if you've listened to our podcast, if you know anything about filmation, you know. They reuse animation all the time. Oh, oh. Yes, Travis, don't play coy with me. You know this. Yeah, you're playing that's a coy face, <laughs> It's making. Very coy. If you put your finger to your lip, you're playing coy. If you bite your finger, you are a coy boy. You're co- <laughs> You're a coy boy <laughs> <You're> all <laughs> just day. It's a coy boy up and down. <laughs> Tried and true. They are known for reusing animation, i.e., stock animation, i.e., poop animation <laughs> sometimes. Well, yeah. If you draw it right the first time, it'll stay good. It yeah. doesn't go bad. But it seems that they like maybe they animated her. They had an animation for her <laughs> entering, and they just lost the cells. And they're like, "Well, we can't show her entering now." <laughs> so, like, we can't. We, I guess we'll just have to. Uh, it's fine. The kids will get it. She's there now. We yeah. see her. It's it, it becomes like a comic book where it just it's still images that just show the passage of time, kind of like the uh, Marvel. Marvel superheroes stuff that we watched from the nineteen sixties. Right, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. it was yeah, almost like still, that. Yeah, just it's just a, just slightly above that. And as soon as she is telling them about this cool new situation that she's found herself in, they said, Hip, "Fuck that shit!" <laughs> it's a, "No way, lady. We gotta go watch our favorite TV show, The Brown Hornet." They run into their outhouse or whatever it is. I didn't know they had a <laughs> their outhouse. Whatever it is, you know, uh, their clubhouse, their, barn, but, yeah, their, yeah, barn their barn. TV room. They run in there one that's a structure that they've built they could survive out there and there's a television it's got power say what it has power (laughs) and it is made out of plank wood like just like and clearly that's been ripped off of other things like truly just like it's jagged on the end
2: just the plankiest of all woods
1: (laughs) yeah i'm doing that it's my last one i'll try to make it my last one (laughs) of the day of the of the moment i just i mean that's amazing yeah. They are they are like the elves that come fix the cobbler's shoes at night. They need to... <laughs> it's a, for, the, for you kiddos out there, it's a modern reference. Yeah, all the youngsters. Yeah, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> That's, they are so good. <laughs> you're, you're welcome. Thank you. They, they are that good? They are magic with their hands. Or at yeah. least one person is, and they all need to ride that guy's coattails, because they could turn this into a business real fast. And what do they watch? They watch Martin. <laughs> that would have been more entertaining for me to have to watch in watching this cartoon. Yeah, we we encounter on a first for our show here at the DPTC a tune within a tune.
0: It's not a bird. It's not a bee. It's a brown
3: hornet.
0: panic, loyal crew. The sinister mystery behind all this shall be clarified in a moment.
1: Okay, so Brown Hornet yeah. is in the, the role of Fat Albert, uh, a cartoon superhero. Uh-huh. And it's a show that comes on. He, he he is the Captain Planet that's rocking their nation. Something like that. Yeah, yeah totally. The best, my, <laughs> if I don't have a Will's paragraph about him. but yeah, I bet but, you but, got one on top of your head, buddy. Well, I've got something, I've got a sentence yeah. about the Brown okay. Hornet. The Brown Hornet is a superhero who bounces from one floating space monster to another in a shaped ship, like a cosmic ping pong ball. <laughs> this this is almost a plotless cartoon yeah. that they have. Like this is they basically just told their animators, "Hey guys, just fill like five minutes with whatever shit comes to mind." We're trying to lead up
2: to Hitler, so keep yeah, that in mind. Yeah. Okay. Imagine up to it.
1: you're watching this this banal cartoon that kind of looks like a very low budget weird uh, yellow submarine Mm -hmm. kind of and then all of a sudden the superhero in it references a guy from the 30s who happens to be named Adolf Hitler
0: I Sam Pyrrha the Great have dedicated my life to creating a superior race another misdirected leader back in the 1930s had the same purpose his initials were A Dolph Hitler. Wow.
1: <laughs> I do think that joke is funny where he says his initials were a Dolph Hitler. <laughs> that, but that's so weird. It is. I man. don't know how what kind of funny he wanted that to be. So they meet this purple lady who's just uh, like she they get trapped, they escape one monster just immediately captured by another monster with no seeming mission in space at yeah. all, except to be captured and then to defeat those that captured them. They're caught by this planet with one eye absorbed mm-hmm. into it, then thrown into chairs where they're caught. It's just so random. And they're lorded over by this woman on the highest, like, you know, like, <laughs> judge's pedestal made out of rock you've ever seen. And this purple woman named Zamira, and Travis, I you said it, she is like, her powers and just her look, she is like a cartoony He-Man reject. Yeah, like totally. Her voice, you guys heard it. I do not know. I would believe either that she was born a space man or a space woman. I it could go either way. Her voice right. is strangely in between places it where, is, it and, is, and it man, 100%. is 100. She and the Brown Hornet speak like they have. Like they're on Quaaludes. Like they, they just talk. And I know that's what, his bit. What you know about that Quaalude life? I don't know anything about it. I do think someone involved in this program does. Did know? Yeah, something do about something about it. About it. I didn't think about that when I was saying that. But <laughs> like they, but even Zamira, this purple random lady who is a racist and wants to conquer, eliminate. I mean, she. We're suddenly faced with the villain whose goal is genocide across the cosmos. Yeah. She's purple. Do you know who she reminds me of? Our pal Thanos from The Avengers yep, Infinity War. Yep. Now, he, for different reasons, he doesn't seem to be racist in the film, although, who knows what he thinks. <laughs> That's, I mean, basically, she sets up this plot to kill most of the universe. And he's right to compare her to Nazi. I mean, is, this is the most heavy handed Nazi. Like, she is just a space Nazi. She's a space Nazi. Yeah.
0: Only when the entire universe is populated by purple beings, we have our superior race. Needing <laughs> 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 only purple super beings. <laughs> yeah.
3: In order of unimportance, all inferior in order colored beings shall be purged.
1: It makes me think that Filmation exists as a cartoon studio in the world of Fat Albert and makes this cartoon in the world of Fat Albert. Okay, yeah. Because it seems like a cartoon they would make, but even more cartoony, perhaps. Yeah. And still as heavy-handed in the lesson-giving as they would be in our world. So I want to know if there is a version of their head producer, Lou Scheimer, that we could see, perhaps. Yeah. Or any of these people. (laughs) I just, I totally believe that they made that cartoon within a cartoon Mm -hmm. in a production house within the cartoon. It just seems to fit. (sighs) My brain just exploded. I can't believe this is
2: reality. (laughs) All I'm saying is... (laughs) I've said it once. I've said it, you know. I've said Please. it once. I'll say it one more time. Please, Bill Cosby has one range, and that is Bill Cosby. Yeah, he. I mean,
1: he, he <laughs> only a couple layers up. You know, this one. Don't forget this one. Yeah, yeah. He. He. <laughs> it's one, I mean, like any other filmation show, there's uh, I, about three actors in in this cast of I don't know a dozen or whatever. <laughs> I yeah. think I, maybe there's an extra one who's playing Melinda, the the girl who <laughs> walked in earlier, and will come back later, but. Yeah, it's very shitty acting, voice wise. The voices are just lazy. I mean, the choice—I don't know, man. This is this is a bunch of bullshit. <laughs> it's terrible. Uh,
2: you think you think Cosby wanted to do the voices for everyone?
1: I was wondering that. On I was every, like, on every one of them, he team. doesn't. I don't know because I don't know what he is like behind closed doors in that way. Is, is he like a, a ball hog? Does he want to do a bunch of voices? Or I mean, again, if it wasn't him, it was probably going to be Lou Scheimer. <laughs> so like. I mean, it was probably going to be some one person is going to do four or five voices on a filmation cartoon. Right. Always. So but he's not (laughs) just just straight up. That's, That's like, you know what you're getting. If you don't know that coming in, just get used to it now. Buy it. It's fine. You're that's gonna the, you're th-
2: gonna enjoy it. That's the standard. Yes, that's the company standard.
1: But yeah, I don't know. I don't know if that was his choice. If they're like, hey, if we're gonna make this a Bill Cosby joint, like you got a Bill Cosby all over this damn thing or whatever. I don't know. He's yeah. in it a bunch. Like go, he is in ninety percent of this. Go eat your pudding packs. We're yeah, doing get it. your Kodiak. <laughs> or Kodak is a Kodiak. <laughs>
0: Kodiak <laughs> <laughs> What's your Kodiak, Kodiak symbol? Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs>
1: Your Kodak cameras, whatever. Has any any other jokes about things that he's uh, endorsed over the years, Philomen? <laughs> he he did Kodaks? Yeah, he did Kodak camera. No. Wow. Te- yeah, something like that. Okay, cool. We're we'll run with that. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. Prove me wrong. I'm Internet. Not gonna. I'm good. Email us or uh, yeah. whatever. Twit twit us. You twits and about this this Cosby stuff. What else has he endorsed? And then we can boycott it. Mm, You're done, so Kodak, strong, son. At the end of it, he he defeats the lady, the purple lady, yeah. <laughs> the lady in purple. <clears throat> I don't know, he just busts out of this thing that's supposedly unbreakable. Yeah. And he puts on top... Like, his solution to the problem is just to put on top of her... Like, if you watch the Jetsons, like, yeah. the <laughs> tops of all of their cars are just like a, a this 1950s sci-fi bubble. Yeah, the time capsule. Yeah, he just puts that <laughs> over her, and he says, the UN, the space UN, is going to come look at your case, which I think they're trying to emphasize how fair he is. Yeah. But how is that a threat to her? She just creates things out of nothing. She created, like trees that came out of the ground and a clock and was a machine that was going to kill untold billions of beings, why is putting this her under glass going to do anything? Right? Yeah, so, I mean, she, yeah, she was worthy of our evil scale right here, buddy. Absolutely. And now I'm wondering if there's a cartoon version of you and me that's complaining about this cartoon in their world as well. A multiverse? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, get your eyes back in your head. <laughs> so we now have established through this little bit of the cartoon that the lesson they're going to be learning today is racism. Oh, I didn't. Was that it? Well, and <laughs> you might have missed it because it was so big. It's oh, like okay. standing at the foot of a mountain; you cannot see the whole mountain. Oh, okay. Yeah, it is a mountain-sized lesson about racism. Sharing. I thought it was sharing. No, no, no. But... no okay, no, sir. I, in fact, I don't. I question whether you watched the cartoon at all. <laughs> they are going to teach us about racism the one way you can do it through the Holocaust. <laughs> and when we come back from these messages, yep. We're going to tell you about it. Sure are. Hey, guys. Will from the Days Past Tooncast here, and I want to tell you about The Lost Toys. This is a new toy store in Dallas, Texas, serving the DFW, that's Dallas-Fort Worth, for you out-of-town folks, area. They buy, sell, and trade hard-to-find vintage toys from the 1970s, 1980s, and 1990s as well as many modern toys and collectibles. I've been there, Travis has been there. We can both account for this. Under oath, I will say that they have all of those things, perhaps even more. It's a great store. Every room you walk into, it's like Willy Wonka's chocolate factory. The ThunderCats taste like ThunderCats. The Brave Star tastes like Brave Star. The Dino Riders taste like Dino Riders. You don't even have to be in or from Dallas or the DFW area, Dallas-Fort Worth area, to appreciate this place. You can still grab toys from their collection for low, low prices online. Go check them out at thelost.toys. I didn't know .toys was a thing we could do. I don't know if that's a new governmental branch, a toy branch. I'm gonna have to check into that. I'll ask Travis about it. But I mean, opening up their site here right away, I see, Batman, Brave Star, Centurions, Chuck Norris, Karate Commandos, I'll take 15. Dino Riders, Ghostbusters, G.I. Joe, Gremlins, what, hey, hey, my, my, my masters of the universe! It's just a, a murderous row of toys that have been lost, found, incarcerated, and now they're on sale. And you can buy them in person or online. 1451 Empire Central, Suite 700, next to Top Gun here in Dallas. Or you can go to the Toys. Check out The Lost Toys, you know we love them. And at the end of every month, the last Saturday of every month, they do a toy swath meet. Travis and I went there last month. We had a wonderful time and we documented it. You'll be hearing about that very soon on an upcoming episode. These people are dedicated to the toy community. And the toy message—they are on brand when it comes to toys. The Lost Toys, the Lost dot Toys. Type it in your internet browser, hit enter, and enjoy. Days past, Tooncast—we're back. Yes, and we've just uh, witnessed, t- for us, the debut of the Brown Hornet. Yeah, everyone's favorite, oh, man. I'll favorite never useless it. superhero. I'll never dr- forget it. The drugged superhero. <laughs> <laughs> that's his his tagline. Um, and finally, so since that TV show, the tune and the tune is over, the junkyard gang can get back to doing what they do best, which is playing Cowboys <laughs> is and what? Indians. Well, that's like that's the funny thing is their friend Melinda, this this girl, yeah, shows up out of nowhere like Batman. She Dra- just appears Dra- drawn drawn horrible too. It Everything just, is drawn horrible on this cartoon. <laughs> it's true. Never mind. it is yeah, you're all that right, right. she is no worse than anyone. In fact, probably better than okay. some. Okay. But right. no, you're right. But not not for not for that reason though. Not because <laughs> she's white. <laughs> look we're so worried about offending somebody it's not because she's a woman it's not because she's white yeah. it's not because she's a cartoon it's just because they chose to make her drawn better
2: better yeah. drawn <laughs> I can't speak now
1: they just drew her more like a person which makes me think they are the ones that are racist yeah over at Filmation yeah <laughs> See, they ran away from this girl when she showed up as their friend to be like, hey, I got some cool shit going on. Then they run off. Hey, I don't care. Tell me later. They do that. (laughs) They go back to playing the game they were playing before she arrived. And then that same animation or lack thereof where she just she's just in the in the the frame all of a sudden yeah. happens again, and then Fat Albert again announces what should have been shown to us, which is, "Hey, you you came back. Tell us about your good deal." <laughs> and she does we broke off for that weird segment. Exactly. I mean, yeah, what a waste of time that thing is, and effort, and everything else, and probably cocaine or mm. something. A waste of cocaine if I ever heard a one. Yeah,
0: Belinda, glad
1: you came back. We want to
0: hear about the big deal that you was telling us about.
3: Man, it's the greatest. They told me they only ask, well, special people to join. <laughs> I'm going to let George explain it's it. It's not complicated. He's the leader of the Double Cross organization.
1: She's into a gang, basically. Yes. Uh, she explains that she has met a fellow named George who is heading up a org- small organization at school. Dot <laughs> org. Yeah. It seems to be about three people big. A nonprofit. <laughs> I, I I hope not. They're, they're called themselves the Double Cross or yeah. Double Cross. I don't know. Double Cross Gang. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I, I knew this show was about racism before we watched it. Okay. I didn't. Yeah. I let you. I wanted you to <laughs> experience this. Yeah. yeah, yeah come you, in and you. just experience. Yeah. I wished that I had not known. I still was not prepared for what I was about to see, which is... Nazis, straight up neo-Nazis, Nazis, Nazis. he does call them Nazis Nazis. at one point, straight up Hitler youth kids, like, like an Aryan crew cut. Fellow, probably age fifteen or something. Yeah, him and these two slobs, these two kids who Hitler never would have let live. I promise you, like that's not a judgment. (laughs) Just like they had brown hair and glasses, he didn't like that, and they were short. Yeah, yeah, these two guys wouldn't have made the. They were not super. They were not uber Mensches. But this fellow George, and they're all they're all goose stepping in. What, what are essentially serial number filed off Nazi uniforms? Yeah.
2: Seriously, guys. Or, like Or or the best goose stepping that Filmation could draw at the time.
1: I mean, it is like three frames of animation just used over and over again, <laughs> over and over and over again. They, yeah, whatever you want. It's basically, they're goose stepping. They are like, I could, until about three quarters of the way through when it definitely takes a left Me turn. goose to step. <laughs>
2: I was running through my head how to say that.
1: <laughs> it was like it couldn't stay in your body. It could, you you, you rejected it. Out. It was like a, a monkey heart that you had to get out of there. Yeah. Until about three quarters of the way through, I kept thinking, oh, they made a show about kids who are dressing in actual Nazi regalia. And then they realized someone said, no, you're not doing that. So they went back and replaced the swastikas <laughs> with, with, the double with double crosses because it looks that much like they are just wearing, like, SS outfits. Yeah. Then, about three-quarters of the way through, swastikas are just emblazoned across the screen. So, we can throw that that theory out the window. But I, it is just blatant how Nazi they are. They don't ever say they are. But, like, <laughs> pretty, I mean, and direct. I guess, like, many pretty Nazis, direct. most Nazis are not secret Nazis unless they were in the original World War II, and now they're hiding from, you know, Magneto was hunting him down in that App, one movie. Yeah, apt pupil. Yeah, and yeah, that one. Yeah, it's good, good pull. Yeah, thank you. George... As we said, he is the most clearly like he is the Aryan Ubermensch of yeah. the like he is. He has a crew cut blonde, like yellow blonde, sun yeah. yellow blonde haircut,
2: looking just like the Scooby Doo guy. I, oh I yeah, yeah, think yeah. Of his yeah. Name, uh, Freddie,
1: Freddie, yes. played by Frank Welker. Yes, yes. Shout out. Hey, we gotta get him in somewhere because he's not in this cartoon, Ooh, and that's a rare non Frank Welker cartoon. There, there wasn't a bird on this that he played or anything. I mean, he. They probably pulled it from the Frank Welker <laughs> library, okay. the Welker collection, a selection yeah. from the Walter collection. Mm. Okay, George and Melinda are like an Aryan super couple, yes. looking because yes. they're both blonde, they're both pale, they're both you know just uh, they're gorgeous. Clearly, <laughs> both of them. Goose step and gorgeous. Goose step and gorgeous. George doesn't. Uh, she brings George and the crew, the, the double-crossed crew. Yes, I'm going to call them that. They probably wouldn't like crew. That's, that has urban undertones to it, but True. I'm going to say it anyway. They are more of a crew than anything else. She brings them to the junkyard. Come on, keep moving.
3: Why? I,
1: I don't want you playing with them. Why not? Because they're a different color. Yeah. Her first thought is, I'm going to bring my new friends to the place where these kids like play in the dirt, and they're all rude to each other all the time, and they just bust balls all day long. You know what? I don't want to play in the junkyard with the kids that are just shitty to each other and all that stuff. However, that's are you, are not. You, are you siding? Are you siding? No, no. Group? I'm saying I have my own issue <laughs> okay. with the junkyard gang. No, <laughs> what are you doing over here? I, I'm on my own side. I'm on a third okay, side. I'm like, I'm the, are, we, are we on a new platform now? No, are we have to do this. I'm on the side of the junkyard gang in the race war, but I don't think I would want to hang out with them either, frankly. <laughs> Because gotcha. I'm not good with wood. You know, I'm not good with my hands in that way, the same way that they are. I feel like I would be unmanly, be emasculated hanging around them as kids are showing me up. And yeah, that loop of them goose stepping is every like not just, I mean, it almost seems like they're proud. it's probably because they're goose stepping in this, like proudly goose stepping. Yeah, but it's almost like they're so proud of their ability to animate people walking from one side of the screen to the other. Yeah. Or maybe from that side back to the other side of the screen in mostly in profile. Yeah. And when they later, Fat Albert, when he shows up at the school at this point, because he goes to school to confront Melinda. I again, I don't know if Fat Albert usually goes or not. I we <laughs> I don't ever see him there yeah we, we only, only watched one, one episode we <laughs> <One episode laughs> yeah. over the hallway hey hey
0: hey pulling my way what's with your pals
3: uh they had to hurry well they had something else to do
0: Belinda I got the feeling your pal George doesn't want you to play with us
3: okay all level George doesn't want me to hang around with you or the rest <laughs> of your gang
0: uh is it because we're a different color
3: well that's part of it fat Albert but beyond that, he feels certain people are better than others. <laughs> Look, Fat I'm Albert, I can't talk anymore right now. See you around.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> Fat Albert. Okay. Yeah. What you got <laughs> over there? I mean, this is just a treasure trove of...
2: <laughs> D- dare I say, I think every episode is going to be a, I a, totally
1: agree. We, we happened upon the the Pirate's Treasure. We might have to buy the box set. <laughs> I, I, I'm happy to do that. Yeah, I'm happy m- to do we that. We might have to. I'm happy to do that. I'm happy to do a whole month of... Month of me. I mean, the Fat Albert. I'm really, truly am fine with that, if yeah. that ever comes to it. Just Just Fat Albert filmation February? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's fine with me, man. Yeah. I don't care. Melinda, I love it. She is very stupid, apparently, because she doesn't know what racism is because the way she's trying to explain it to him, she clearly doesn't think it's the best idea. But she is saying like she's basically committing hate speech (laughs) with the least amount of malevolence (laughs) ever. She's like, no. Yeah. He says I can't hang out with you because he thinks some people are better than other people. (laughs) Is it because of my my color? Well, no, he just thinks people are better. Some people are (laughs) better. Like what? I don't I've never heard like if she was a true neo-Nazi, I don't think she would be arguing it that way. But I don't know why she is I don't know if she's interested in George. Right. If she just feels like she needs to belong somewhere. It's like, do you do you understand what you're doing right yeah, now? Yeah, no, apparently not. Cause yeah. later when he's spray painting Latinos go home on the brick wall of an alleyway, she's just sitting on a, a random suitcase, staring mm-hmm. off into space like an idiot. Like just like she is super vapid, it seems like. From the school, yes. we cut to a park. I think it's the park where Fat Albert goes to be sad, do a sad walk, because I don't think he went there to meet up with these two guys that he finds. Do you? I, I don't know. I, I just make up, like, he's like, oh, I'm feeling sad. I'm going to go take a walk. <laughs> and then he does. <laughs> and then, like, that's just his sad walk. And then he finds two guys. Two older gentlemen. Yeah. Certainly older. Um, one of them is an older black man named Mudfoot. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, I don't know if I mean with a name like that, that's like a that's like an old blind blues player's yeah. name. Like Mudfoot Johnson or something <laughs> like that. Like Mudfoot really only has so many implications, but there's another gentleman present, a man of the world, a mm-hmm. man who has had many experiences. His name is Hausner. Rabbi Hausner Superior people Oh man When
0: I was only a little older than you I lived in Budapest Oh here we go The Nazis moved in They felt they were superior To the Catholics, the Jews The Nazis tried to humiliate us By smearing swastikas on our synagogues And by damaging the Torah Here we go Here's the the stone cold stunner Six million lives were ended Hi, just because some people thought they were superior. He Smiles. Here we go. Oh, my God. Those tattooed numbers we just saw on the rabbi's wrist, another cruelty by the Nazis.
1: Holy shit. shit. Yeah, you, you said <laughs> it that. for me. Thank yep. you. I, I just wanted to see if there this was something stronger.
2: to take in while you're eating your cereal in the morning, buddy. It's a lot to take in <laughs> if you're anywhere. If you're it doesn't grown, matter what if you're, you're doing. you're 34 years old yeah. uh, at nighttime, it's a lot to take and in. And you're
1: like, I'm just wanting to watch a, a, a cartoon. Just yeah. trying to watch these junkyard kids build some shit. And then <laughs> all of a sudden, we have we have a Holocaust survivor. Yeah. Um, there's
2: a, oh. <laughs> oh a history lesson. Woo! Yeah. Like,
1: yeah. I mean, one, I would hope that at this point in his life, in, in 1981, right. World War II was not that long ago. I mean, it's certainly, by definition, less amount of time ago than it is now. Yes. But, like, I mean, that's only 50 years prior. Certainly, he's heard about World War II. Certainly, he, they've mentioned it in a history class, even if they haven't gone into the details. So, right. I, he doesn't say he doesn't know, so maybe they're just telling him shit he already knows. <laughs> But, I mean, when a, when a rabbi starts telling you about the Holocaust, you you can't, like, say, oh, no, 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 I already know about it. Thank you. Yeah. Like, I get it. Yeah, I get it. And a good thing he doesn't, because we get to, like, I, again, I thought, man, they're going to really, like, glaze over some of this stuff, and that's kind of offensive, but also kind of funny. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, there is a blood red swastika on the screen with silhouetted SS guards or whatever mm-hmm. in front yeah. of it, and then they show... Like it's all kind of abstract imagery, kind of. I mean, it's pretty well done. Yeah. But they tonally, it is all over the place because they keep going back to this honky tonk piano, <laughs> and then back to an image of not the Holocaust, but representative of the Holocaust, yeah. like barbed wire fences. P O W. Yeah. Oh that, man. That stuff, yeah. Yeah. And then yeah, that reveal. While Fe- well, he's feeding the dove pigeon, he, the old man, uh, Rabbi, whatever it is, he, he's feeding a bird. <laughs> yeah. Well, here's the thing. The, it's so dumb that that would happen on accident. He should have rolled back his sleeve, or maybe Just, he did it on to purpose. Show them. Yeah, should, yeah, yeah, he should have been like, "This is the result." Because he sh- ultimately, we see his tattoo, which is like they play this like again, like down, 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 and then there's the. <laughs> <laughs> like it's a monster that just jumped out of his sleeve. But yeah, he, he holds up his hand to feed a bird, and his sleeve rolls down, and we see the tattoo. Yeah. And it's very arresting. <laughs> it's very like they keep dragging you one direction and then pulling you back to the other uh-huh, right away. Yeah, uh-huh. man. It's, it's, I'm getting whiplash over here.
2: No doubt, man. Where's your neck brace at? Yeah. <laughs> I, I
1: took it back. Okay. Yeah. It was overdue. But I didn't rewind it, so the <laughs> joke's got, on them.
2: You gotta check it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna purchase yeah, something okay. like that. I'm not. My next going to be yeah. broken forever. Yeah, rent a brace. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad, I guess, that they were willing to talk about this because also I thought, okay, they're gonna talk about the Holocaust, but he hasn't mentioned how many people were killed or that people were killed, so. I guess they're gonna sw- like just gloss over that too. No, he does say. Yeah. Now he specifies Catholics and Jews. Yes. Which yes, those were uh, Jews were largely the people killed. Yes. Catholics also were killed. Like there are other groups that. <laughs> <laughs> including black people that were killed. And that seems like, I don't know if they skipped that just for time, if it didn't seem to matter to them. Or but they're doing enough of that here. Well, yeah, but <laughs> it just, it just, episode, it's, it's, it's kind that. of reductive sounding. Yeah. Just like, hey, Jews and Catholics were killed because of this. It's like, yeah, you're right. There were gay people. There were gypsies. There were uh, just many, many people in general that were killed. And so... Uh, they do not the least noble job of, of summarizing uh, the Holocaust and the the par- I don't know what what Bill has to say about it, where he's like, the wrong people have the superior notion. like they they keep saying stuff like this on this cartoon. They'll say it again at the end. And I, I, I want to touch on it then. Mm-hmm. But there is a streak of intelligence superiority coming across in all of the morals that they're trying to hand down. Like, yeah, you know what the problem is with superiority that a bunch of fucking idiots think they're superior. And it's like, Oh, but that now you're superior. Yeah, There's a lot of that lines on that. Yeah. I, I don't know. There's a way to say it. I think without making yourself better, but maybe you don't want to do that. Right. I don't know. <laughs> probably you know what? I'm asking a lot of a cartoon, probably <laughs> made by filmation makers of "Hi, My Master universe. <laughs> I gotta crank this thing up. <laughs> All better. <laughs> So now if that Albert has—I uh, don't know that he needed that lesson because he already didn't like what was going on, but he's received the lesson. Um, and this is when we cut to an alleyway, which nobody would probably see. Like, it's just an alleyway. You don't always walk down those. I guess that's the only place that George felt, like, brave enough to write yeah. <laughs> Latinos Go Home. Well, I just came to ask him <laughs> one question I just about— <laughs> About my problems. I wanted to ask him where the new ice cream shop is or yeah. something. <laughs> That's what I do when I, I get sad. He drops like, his, whole, his
2: whole life history on yeah, I, don't, it's I like,
1: don't need that right now. I know about the Holocaust, man. Uh-huh. <laughs> where
0: is the Dippin'
1: Dots <laughs> is, Oh, man. I am very glad. It's summer here in Texas. <laughs> we got a Dippin' Dots at both Tom Thumbs that I visit, <laughs> I mean, there. I have been waiting for the day. Okay, I'm serious. There was a mall in town. I ate them at wa- Wet n' Wild yeah. back in the day, which for those that don't have one, never had one, too young to know about them. It's a water park. Yeah, It was the water park. The- there were two water droplets that were having a great time. They yeah. had eyes and smiles <laughs> that were their, their mascots. They would have Dippin' Dots, which were called the ice cream of the future. Mm-hmm. That was their kiosk tagline. Of,
2: kiosk of the past.
1: Well I I don't know maybe they still exist <laughs> some places but yeah, you could find them at wet and wild now like for a while you could find them at malls and now finally you can open up a freezer at the grocery store and pull out your very own dip and dot packages. I was so desperate to find something like that at one point that I was willing to order like a happy birthday package of like a party sized package of dip and dots just to get some dip and dots. Wow. I didn't do it. Didn't pull the trigger on it, but I was willing. I was very much willing. (laughs) You're like, but it's in like four different shopping carts on your phone right now. (laughs) If I accidentally hit send, I'm getting a bunch of dip and dots, a bunch of expired dip and dots. I don't think they go bad. They're from the future. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Dippin' Dots, for those that don't know. Touche. Yeah, our little, little, they are like dots. The little spheres of ice cream that are semi-frozen yes. and good lord are they good. They're refreshing. Yeah, it's You could pr- basically eat these instead of drinking water in the desert. <laughs> they're MREs. What does that mean?
2: <laughs> Meals ready to eat. There you like, go. Yeah, the little, yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Basically what I'm trying to say is this DPTC brought to you by Dippin' Dots. Oh, yeah. Ice cream of the future. <laughs> But yeah, Melinda and George. Uh, Melinda's just hanging out again. She's kind of like she seems like the girlfriend of the guitar player in the band who just like goes where he goes, but then just kind of doesn't doesn't talk to anybody. Yeah. But she is, I guess, kind of to blame also because she's just letting him write "Latinos Go Home," turning a blind eye to it. Mm-hmm. And Fat Albert approaches him, confronts him. The Latinos Go Home. That that's, that that's where it
2: got me. <laughs> It
1: it's, got me. It's oh, did it, did it hurt your heart? Yes, a little sorry, bit. buddy.
2: Sorry, I just thought it as, was as, so as part Neanderthal, yeah, part <laughs> part Hispanic. That that
1: got that hurt me. Now we've proven the Neanderthal part. Yes, we have. We have yeah. not proven the Hispanic part. You but- claim to be a, well, because okay, we're guys, we're basing this off off of a uh, twenty three tw- andme twenty three and me DNA test. We were going over it together, <laughs> and you've always claimed to be partially Hispanic. I am okay, I, and I'm. I'm just laying it out, the okay. facts, as I have understood them. Okay, You have told me this, and yes. I've believed it. I right. physically believe it. Yeah. And then we look at this page, and I do not see Hispanic of any kind mentioned anywhere. I do remember there was like 1% sub-Saharan African. I remember there were some nations that we did not know existed, or areas that did. And there was also a certain percentage of Neanderthal which that absolutely makes and sense Native to Native American, <laughs> and Native American, okay. And
2: as we know all Hispanics are going to have the Native American
1: on their on their ancestry, but, so But don't conflate the two. Just because you have Native American blood does not make you Hispanic. You're I telling am, me I You're am telling Hispanic, me Hispanic, damn it. <laughs> well, I believed it until that piece of paper crossed my desk. Whatever. <laughs> we're going gonna to have to agree to disagree we're, on this one. No, we're just going to have to get some other scientists involved to prove it. All right, man. Yeah. I mean, look, I'm willing, I'm open. You're open open to to it? Yeah, I'm open to this. I'm just telling you, I read the paper. Yeah. I've read the documents. You did. Listen.
0: Latino go home. (laughs) (laughs) That's not too cool. (laughs) Maybe you'll like this better. Blacks go home. Then let me speak my piece. You represent a hate group. You evidently hate everybody and everything.
1: Look, Tubby, run along before you get hurt. And then he tackles him. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, Fat Albert just really let him have it there. (laughs) It's like the meekest talking to. You apparently hate everybody. (laughs) And then it didn't have him do any sort of violence to him. Well, I mean, that's kind of, I think the point is that he was going to show up and just say with, you know, with his words. Yes. Um, yeah, I kept saying Latinos. all he paints is Latino. go <laughs> home, George, you should have tried harder, buddy on that graffiti. That graffito filmation was like, hey, listen, we can only disrespect one if we, we could. We've please. got one Latino in the budget
2: that we can yeah. disrespect. <laughs> that would be appropriate for them. or, or is, it, is it a situation where it's like uh it's like geese? Or, I mean, would it just be like
1: one? No, it it's been, be, no, no, this is not even a question. What are you talking about? I can't even go along with You're not this. You do this with me right no, now. No, no, I'm sorry. It's not because it's just been proven that uh, we don't want to say La- that. La- Latini? Let- Latini? Yeah. <laughs> All right, good. Sorry. George, man, when George, I don't know why, when George calls him Tubby, it made me laugh so hard. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> And then he paints. So George replaces Latino with blacks. How do you like that? I don't like that. And then he turns around to so say, like, calls him Tubby and then paints on his shirt. And Fat Albert doesn't respond, except to just be like, I don't like that. And then George tries to accost him physically. Like, George is a fucking loose cannon, man. He, this- he is a peckerwood, bro. Yeah, big time. True that. And uh, when he gets, he tries to tackle... That Albert, the paint bucket that he's been using somehow ends up on his head. He's covered in paint. This seems dangerous. I guess we can rest assured that this neo-Nazi probably got lead poisoning from that paint because this is the right around the right time. Yeah, Yeah. so we can rest easy knowing that he probably died a slow death later Mm -hmm. in his later years, even if he had learned his lesson by then. Yeah, doesn't matter. So George and and the Double Cross crew are stepping up. Their <laughs> that sounds like a, a rap crew. There. I know yeah, the DCC. Yeah, yeah. yeah. they are they're stepping up their crime game. Oh man, they're stepping up to their the stars, hate Alice game. Alice yes, or a moon. they found Whatever. a pretty ornate. I, I don't know. I don't. I haven't seen a lot of synagogues. You haven't? No. I me, mean, neither. I just don't know where they are. Me neither. It's not on purpose. I promise. I I love Jewish culture. Yes, me too. Love it. And they have found a, what seems like an ornate synagogue, and a really big one, and they're going to paint on it. Mm -hmm. All of their crimes are paint-based, now that I'm thinking about it. I think his dad just owns, like, a paint store. (laughs) Yeah, the local paint store. George, George, like... (laughs) <laughs> it's like the Sennheiser paint store. Like it's like his dad is a German. Yeah, that's what it is. Okay, I get it, you it figured now. It out? I figured it out. Yeah, his dad is a is a Nazi war criminal. Came to America. Came to Philadelphia. Uh-huh. Opened a paint store. His son using that paint to commit hate crimes. Yes. Okay, dude, you figured. You figured it out. Figured man. it. <laughs> Brad Albright. Do you know that name? <laughs> you will. Brad Albright is an illustrator, artist, and visual designer located here in Dallas, Texas, Dallas-Fort Worth, DFW. You've heard us talk about him before. I've had the pleasure of meeting the man, and, and I could say that he's more likely a legend because not only is his work superb, I would say reminiscent of underground comics and classical woodcut engravings but I would also say that he is just a class act, a funny guy, a nice guy. If you need work done in the visual formats that are so prevalent in these modern times, the 2000 and somethings, you can do no better than Brad Albright. I have some pieces of his on my refrigerator as I speak to you now. I've got magnets, Ghostbusters themed, Predator themed, Robocop themed. This man knows his pop culture and he's not afraid to use it. And he's not just a fanboy. I mean, some of his clients include Austin City Limits, Mark Maron, Red Bull, bands like He Is Legend, Intronaut, Sea Lion, and he's got a background in pop culture merchandising. If you want class, soul, grit, smarts, sexiness, beauty, pathos, then check out Brad Albright at albrightillustration.com. And if you're in the DFW area or you think you're going to be, you can check them out and even meet them in person, lucky you, at regular shows here around the DFW that sells Fort Worth area, festivals, outdoor markets, you name it. Brad Albright, class act, artist. But yeah, they're just going to paint their double cross because they're definitely not going to paint a swastika in this cartoon over a synagogue. I think they would draw the line there. So yeah. apparently, we're, we're gonna do the double cross, which is just two X's.
0: <laughs> you remember when that Italian
3: painter did that ceiling of the Cistern Chapel? That was Michelangelo. <laughs> and that wasn't Cistern, Sistine. Cistern, as far as
0: I'm concerned, <laughs> it was one of those Catholic churches. Catholic. I'm gonna top Angelo's ceiling. <laughs> Our double cross is going all the way to heaven. <laughs>
3: I don't know about this whole thing. Are you saying some people aren't as good as us because they're a different color or religion? <laughs> you're talking about Catholics, and you're talking about Jews, Catholic churches, Jewish heaven, Latinos.
0: We're going to put the fear into all of them. Jews, Catholics, blacks,
1: Chicanos, oh, Orientals, Rulans, Valorians, <laughs> Thundarians. <laughs> Okay, oh my God. I gotta say, I don't know if it was just good acting or true racism. But when he's like the blacks, the Native American, like all, when the way he hits all of these ethnicities, I believe it. They like had it to tell sounds, the voice actor. Hey, 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 yeah, hey, oh, calm down, oh. calm down. It's a kid's show, yeah, not this, a clan meeting. Come on. Yeah, like, <laughs> the, the hate's too real. I can hear it. It's on the mic. The hate's on the mic. His shirt came off. He started taking the shirt yeah. off on <laughs> yeah, that yeah, one. He in starts, the in And he's, he's showing all of his prison tattoos <laughs> as on, he did dude, it. Yeah. He got fired after that. <laughs> Only after he finished the job. Yes, job. of course. He was fired after it was done. Yeah. I mean, okay, Melinda, I I've lost my patience with her at this point. I mean, unless she is that dumb. She might just be just just now getting it. I mean, But she explained Twice now to somebody, I mean, Fat Albert at least once, she's like, he thinks that some people are better than other people, regardless of what the reasoning is. That is this man's creed. And you have bought into it enough to, to get away from your friends. Like you've, you've denied your friends now. And then she's suddenly saying, wait, wait a minute. You mean to tell me that you think the thing that I already told somebody, oh man, she's uh, very frustrating for me. So, Melinda, it, her eyes have opened. The scales have fallen from her eyes, or I, I guess maybe she just woke up from her stupor that she, <laughs> she was in. She woke. Yeah. Well, yeah. She got <laughs> woke, finally, folks. She's a woke folk if at you're, this if point. If you're wondering, yeah, yeah, she is a woke now. She is now a woke folk. And George climbs the, the synagogue. Just by hand. Like he's like, like like he's in Jamaica climbing a palm tree to get a coconut. Like it's amazing the yeah. way he climbs it. <laughs> this really tall building. He's going up there to do the paint. He's painted it. He starts to fall. Oh, he slips. Yes. He's falling on all these shingles on the roof. He's hanging on for dear life. And Melinda does what anybody I think would do in that situation. She runs, in my head, she runs past the police department and past the firehouse to... Fat Albert's house mm-hmm. That's the first person you want to go to
3: Quick, George is climbing the synagogue With a can of paint <laughs> <laughs> Oh no Help
0: oh! Quick, I can't hold on much longer oh. If I slip further I'll skid all the way oh. Hey, there's gonna be trouble here Let's go <laughs> What's up, Rudy Get to a phone and call
1: police and fire department. Yeah, someone should have already done that. (laughs) Oh no! no. (laughs) George is in peril. His his buddies who are just (laughs) we hear their voices. You heard them in there. They terrible sounding voices. Yes, they've they've just run off. They they've abandoned him completely. And Fat Albert makes the decision to climb a building, which is not a good idea. But the fact that he is actually able to climb the side of the building with his bare hands is a superhuman feat yes, unto itself. Yeah, He climbs up there, and when George falls, like, the way that—they totally cheat this, because the way that, like, when he's inching along the edge of the outside of this building, it looks like he has about two inches to, like, hold to under his right, feet. Right, yeah, but yeah, yeah. then, when George falls and Fat Albert catches him one-handed holding onto a pipe that bends slightly, <laughs> but, like, again, he just basically, like, clean presses or whatever, you know, whatever it is, like, pulls him yeah. up. This entire human, like, they should have Un- both fallen yeah, to their deaths. Yeah, this is not, I mean, and Bill Cosby, you know, he comes in and tells us, hey, he's doing the wrong thing here, but, again, they want to have it both ways. They want to have real consequences when you do this bad thing, Yeah, but when you do this bad thing it's fine don't worry like you shouldn't do this but we will not show you how you could hurt yourself gravely if you do that but when you cut to him holding him he ha- he's like standing on a full sidewalk width thing of wood so it's yeah. not even that dangerous up there like you're totally fine <laughs> I want to know, I want to know why Melinda didn't go to the police. Is it perhaps that the police responses in the area are not so great as we saw on the last time we covered this show? Philadelphia is not known for that very well, you know? I want to know why is the only morbidly obese person the one climbing the wall? All the other kids that are present? are skinny, small, like, just child-sized. Anybody else could have gone up there and done something. He is the—I mean, I guess he's the brave one. He's the leader. But, yeah. like, they're all just watching. I—I I, Maybe they all assumed he was going to fail anyway. They're like, oh, he'll give up after two seconds. He oh, won't even be man. able to do it. First off, a good lesson would have been no one. Climbs up. There. Well, exactly. They'd go get help, and someone that someone should stop him. Yeah, just yeah. leave it. We don't need this act of hero. This is a Spider-Man. <laughs> two, th- two people are going to die. Is what's going to happen? They cut the lower half of the last <laughs> uh, script page of a Spider-Man episode off, and then just grafted <laughs> it onto this, and then they just crossed through Spider-Man and wrote Fat Albert. That's all they did. Yeah, definitely. This is not appropriate.
0: <laughs> we're going to take you
1: in, and we're going to pick up your friends.
3: <laughs> Fat Albert. I, I,
0: I was wrong about special people Other people are fooled too People who think they're superior are usually inferior The trouble with superior races is that only inferior minds believe in that stuff You feel like you're ready to join our crew again? I sure am. <laughs> well, it's hard to believe that Melinda was taken in by joining a club that was for special people. Of course we're all special, but the thing to watch out for is when some fast talker comes along and tells us that some are superior S- that's the problem is fast talkers always <laughs> selling racism to people. Humanity has been around for a lot of years, but sometimes it does enact its age. We're all in a race today <laughs> to find out whether we make an end of hatred. Before hatred makes an end of us. And what'll it be, hatred or us? I'm
1: betting on us too. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. That girl. was a fake smile. Oh man. Well, it all works out. Uh <laughs> I guess what happens? <laughs> the police, we hear them arresting George at the end. Pretty calmly. We're gonna take you in, and then we're gonna go get your friends. That is they are so much nicer to these neo-Nazis than they were to Fat Albert and the Junkyard Game.
2: Got a real issue over here, buddy.
1: T- and this is sadly seems to be kind of a real life parallel that white people who are in a hate group are getting treated better than black folks who have done nothing in the case. Like because on, on the episode we watched, they were just in a <laughs> stolen car unknowingly. And this is clearly even the officer at the time said, I know they didn't know this, but I want to teach them a lesson. And in this one, it's just... I,
2: w- I want to teach him ha- how men have sex with men in jail. In jail. How you have to
1: do things that pe- bigger people <laughs> than you tell you to do. Like, this is... That's a harsh lesson. And in this case, it's just, yeah, we're taking you in. Yeah. Sorry. Hey, 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 you know that crime you just... That hate crime you just committed. We're going to take you in. Yeah. <laughs> and give you pudding. Yeah, yeah exactly. The uh, Bill's final... Yeah, I, I call him Bill. Bill Cosby's final <laughs> thought yeah, on the whole thought. thing is what I brought up before that I find so problematic. He's talking about superiority, thinking that you're better than somebody. Only inferior minds believe in that stuff. That's confusing to me as a child then, because Bill, you're telling me, old old buddy, old pal, that (laughs) those that think they're better than others are worse than them. But you're now saying that you are better than them because they think badly because they're inferior, you just use the word inferior. So you're inferior because you, th- I'm yeah, just once again, yeah, the blending. Yeah. They don't like. There's a way to deliver that message, and I'm sure. Look, I'm probably asking for a lot for anybody, even now, to say. Because I mean, I don't know. Maybe I'll catch flag for it, but like to say, you know, to humanize a racist is not a particularly popular thing. I mean, there's because they've already got enough of the airwaves as it is. Yeah, but there's a way. I believe, to speak about the wrongness of that thinking and the the hurt that comes from it without saying that that person is stupid. Because, I mean, I've met, I mean, it's not a matter of intelligence, I don't think, because there are dumb people who are not racist and there are people who have, <laughs> see, now I'm the one that's being judgmental. They're dumb. There are people who could be pr- like proven to be less intelligent who are yeah. not racist and vice versa, like where there, there are people that are racist that are very intelligent. So it just seems like they're really setting it up for you can feel better yep, knowing yeah. you're better than a racist. And I, I would rather just think of everyone as people and their, their way of thinking and treating other people is faulty, because if you approach someone like that with the like, I'm better than you, it's kind of hard to tell them you shouldn't think better of yourself than other people. They got the message better this time than last time. The whole crime thing, because uh-huh. that was really fucked up. That was just all kinds of fucked up. But <laughs> made, this one made for a great pod. Oh, no, of course it did. This one they they hit it closer. They was it's a harder one to mess up. Yeah. maybe. But I still feel like they it's confusing for a kid, or at least it's just it's mixed messages. Join the the good club. Join the good the better club of better people uh-huh. that don't think people are better than other people. Is yeah. You get lost in it. I'm I'm hey, I've been found. <laughs> you, yeah, you're right there. I, I see found you. myself. I, see I you. found myself. And that that folks is the fat Albert's uh morality play. Double cross. I'm glad we came back to this place, to Me the too. Philadelphia streets. And the hardened streets of Philly, yeah, exactly. I'm so glad. And the yes, junk sir. and the and the smelly hills of a junkyard. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and I know we'll come back. We, we tried so hard to find that STD episode. We're gonna find it by hook or crook. If I have to commit a crime to by do this, I will end up in one of these episodes as an example of what not to do in trying to find the STD episode. It's worth it. It will be worth it. I mean, I, nothing to really say about the cast. Just like last time, it's Lou Scheimer <laughs> and, and Bill Cosby and then probably two people that were passing by visiting the building, like to do these other couple voices. There. The, jan- I, the janitor made an appearance. I, yeah, that famous janitor we keep talking about. I don't know who Melinda was. Uh, take your pick of filmation, typical, uh, you know, female actress from the show. <laughs> who gives a shit? They did it. They figured it out. They did. But Travis, I bet you've got a much more respectful take on the toys when it comes to Fat Albert.
0: Better check your watch. Your
2: watch. Your watch. The Sudafed is taking over. Because it's time for like Travis's Tooncast. The Sudafed is a big game. It does. Yeah.
1: I was I'm, I'm on the downhill slope now. Okay, you're out of the Sudafed zone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Folks, if y'all don't know, and you don't, because yeah. we've never talked about right. this, but we're, let's, we're just going to admit it on air. Okay. Uh My house... Activates Allergies in Travis's body It does And you, I, I'm wondering if it's cats You're the proud owner Of, of three a, beautiful cats Yeah just They're the just best fantastic boys, The
2: best boys in the in the biz But I'm also the, I'm the owner of a nice Cat allergy I had it real bad When
1: I was younger Yeah It went
2: away And I think it's coming back
1: Yeah like furry. Yeah And so we have to Pump him full of Like a whole bottle Of Sudafed Just to get him to stay awake <laughs> And not His eyes not <laughs> Puffy shut pr- Pretty soon I'll have a diffuser over here I'll have a whole I'll have a whole system I'm just going to get you an, an ecosphere or something like like a bio a biodome to do your podcasting in. Yeah, right. All right, buddy. So, uh this
2: uh this little toy corner is brought to you by The Lost Toys, man. It's a beautiful place to get vintage toys and modern toys over there on Empire Central in Dallas. It's joyous.
1: Check it out. They even have future toys. They have yeah. toys that haven't been made yet. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. They got, they got the uh, the cobbler elves back there, like we talked about earlier, right. for all the youngsters. <laughs> <laughs> I love, thank you for saying that. <laughs> that was
1: great. Just a little toy corner for yeah, you, right? Just a little one.
2: All right, man. So, first off, here from eBay, the eBay way here, I man, we got a Sababa Toys. Uh, <laughs> that, I guess they made this. It's the Fat Albert and Cosby Kids. It's four figures. Yeah. This is a four pack. It includes. Fat Albert, Dumb Donald,
1: Weird Harold, and Mushmouth. You mean uh, Big Dumb Donald, right? Yeah, Big yeah. Dumb Donald. So sorry. So Big sorry. Donald. Big Dumb Donald, BDD. <laughs> Mushmouth, and what's the other guy's name? Weird Harold. Weird Harold. He's just a weirdie. <laughs> He's just weird. Like, we don't know when he joined the gang. We just woke up. We came to the junkyard. He was here. No one told him to leave. He's mm-hmm. real quiet. Mm-hmm. Plays with, like, Dead animals a lot.
2: Yeah. So this is by Sababa Toys. Uh, Sababa. <laughs> I mean, that's the best I can pronounce. No, it. you're. I don't doubt it. Yeah. Um. And these these are gently used. Will these are gently w- used. But man, I sure would like to have these in the DPTC
1: studio though. you're. We're gonna have to get a Fat Albert in here. Oh, dude. Yeah. We're trying to get one, at least one from every show.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right man so you got you got a price on what what you would for pay the for this. <laughs> the whole package the whole package Yeah what would yeah Yeah
1: I'd probably shell out uh, 20 bucks for that 20 bucks 20 buck right. I wish
2: it was 20 bucks Will, but it's not what? well what it's is 48? it $48
1: okay yeah so you're looking at about a little over $10 per action figure. And they're not action figures. They're just figures. Because yes. they don't move. No, they Unless don't. Unless you throw them at somebody, they don't move. <laughs>
2: yeah. Or you melt them and then they might move. <laughs> they're they're moving them. in slow motion
1: mm-hmm. into liquid form. Okay. All, All right. right. Well, I lost that round.
2: Yeah. But didn't go over. All right, man. So this next one is also from the eBay Highway. Good, sir. This is a, a 1990 Fat Albert and the Gang little toy packages from White Castle I didn't know White Castle <laughs> uh, had, had a little kid meal toy thing but apparently they either. did I now, love White Castle it's are good. you
1: familiar with White Castle yeah 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 well you, you've seen how I've had the frozen ones here right but have you ever been to the restaurant I have We, uh, my oh, family man. visited Nashville or, or the other Tennessee city Memphis yes <laughs> Well, one of them. Okay, <laughs> one of those, and uh, that was my first time. We we had to go get burgers. Oh or something man, like that. so yeah. joyous! It was great. And, if, and if
2: you live under a rock, you don't know what White Castle is. You need to find out. But they're, they're not they're, here in Texas. No, they're not. So no. you don't even have to live under a rock. You just yeah. have to live
1: in the wrong state.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah. so they're they're on the east and west coast, and um, it's joyous, man. It's a great little restaurant. They have little mini sliders. You live a very
1: joyful life, don't you? I do. Joy, yeah, joyful, <laughs> joyous, wondrous. Shut up, Will. <laughs> So these these are little these are essentially Happy Meal toys. Correct, yes, yeah. sir. Whatever they have at like a jo- uh, maybe a joyous meal yeah. at, at White Castle. So yeah, who are the? I can barely see them. You uh, know what? I don't have a description on who they are, so you got to make it up, buddy. Okay, well there's uh, Big Smart Sally. Yep. And uh, deranged Darren. Horny Gary. <laughs> <laughs> He's like a neighbor that, that pops up. He's I don't know an where. inappropriate neighbor uh and slightly less fat Gilbert okay yeah that's not very really good <laughs> that's the best I got uh yeah I, I think fat fatty Albert there is in there I can't tell from the, the they're they're covered in these look like very small toys yes To me okay well, I mean, you know your 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 average yeah, run of the mill yeah, happy yeah, mill toy happy there the- and so I'm going to tell you that I think they're worth no more than three dollars each and therefore I will give you 11 fifty. <laughs> for them. <laughs> yeah, I, th- I threw I you a, a, a curveball. Yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Um, So no, man, that is real cheap. I wish
2: they were they should be. But no, this this person's asking for $49.99. It's almost
1: the same exact price as last yeah, one sure for is. full-size figures. We should start saying, we should have a section, what should these toys be? Yeah. <laughs> what should you pay for yeah, them?
2: <laughs> coming soon. Hey, if you look at the back of that card you have, yeah. you'll see some other uh Little ideas of of what Happy Meal toys
1: are going for these days. Holy. (laughs) Oh, well, that's not that crazy, I guess. Yeah. Well, some people, yeah, some people are like trying to like keep collections of all all the happy meals toys oh for sure stuff like that uh, i mean i think everyone collects there's there's i had some good nintendo th- ones i had some great nintendo ones like mario and it was i fact in fact it might have all been mario world stuff but it was great my my
2: favorite little collection i had was my uh my little mermaid happy yeah, toys. Yeah, yeah
1: yeah man that was, what's up i don't remember what show it was you know what what property they were doing at the was time was it joyous no I was unhappy oh okay. yeah I was unjoyful <laughs> they I, I remember I, such, I guess I was used to being spoiled as an only child so I guess I was like oh they gave me a toy but I already have this one so I'm gonna take it back and see if they can give me a different toy which I mean that's not that bad but I, I went and asked but they're like that was the status quo that's what you did sometimes you know that's you what they have yeah. but then they're like mm, no but we have like the kids ver- like the kitty version toy which is like for three and under or whatever they had one of those which is at least a different toy so it was like instead of grimace it was a smaller grimace that was somehow safer for kids <laughs> <laughs> if it was smaller more likely to be swallowed i guess yeah but as a grape or a a grape candy mm-hmm. yeah i mean you know grimace as a grape hard candy sounds really good right
2: now to me it does i'll, I'll beg you on that he
1: would feel joyous as he went down my throat or the burglar the Hamburglar. Yeah, the hamburger. He, He'd be a hamburger-flavored. He'd, he'd, be, he'd be
2: black licorice. Ooh, I wouldn't mad. eat that. No. I wouldn't eat that at all. No, sir. <laughs> all right, whatever. All right, anyways, man, this last one. <laughs> I couldn't find any cosplay, but, but this next one's pretty good. It is a super soft cotton polyester duvet cover with Fat Albert's head on it
1: saying, hey, 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 all around it. You like it? Well, I do. I do. It's it's a tasteful color. Yeah, it's like a sky yeah, blue. It's on
2: Red on Redbubble by uh, I guess the person's name is Interstar. I guess that's what they go for, but or they go they go by. Sorry, <laughs> uh,
1: I I don't know technically what yeah. a duvet is. A duvet, yeah. So it goes over. Oh, I know like, metaphorically. <laughs> okay, so a duvet
2: it goes over your top comforter. So, so that way you could, you could keep, you could keep just the down comforter uh-huh. and you could switch out the, the cover and like switch it out, you know? Okay. I kind of understand. Yeah. It's a bed thing. Yeah. It's, it's okay. a, it's a comforter cover. It, like you, you could have the filling inside of it and you could just switch it, it in different, in different duvet covers.
1: Step it back for me. Yeah. It's a bed thing. Yeah. <laughs> okay. let well, was just I'm good with that. Okay. Yeah. Hey, Will, Yeah, a duvet is a bed thing. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. That's great. I'd love to have one of those. <laughs> <laughs> always like bad stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So what's his
2: price, buddy? What do you got? Because you get, you're getting one of these for Christmas. So what are you thinking? Cool. I'm thinking no more than
1: 20. What? Why would you be more than 20?
2: Bro, this is a, des- a designer. 40. Fa- okay, thank you. No. You can get this for $88.51. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Every time I'm going to like give my final guess, it's always going to be <laughs> twice that. Yep. $88.51. That's is that typical for bed stuff?
2: Um I would think so. For DeVay, yeah, cuz okay. you you own a DeVay, um you're you're probably you're going to be okay. You're doing that. okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. <laughs> it was right there. I didn't even see it. You even said okay in your next God, sentence. Dang. You just didn't say it with the right. A brain's dead. Cadence. Has, <laughs> has melted my brain. Well, it's it's dying down. So yeah. you're in trouble now. Mm-hmm. That's all I got, buddy. Man, thank you for that. No problem. Yeah. At all. I love it. I love bed things. I love figures. I love Fat Albert, and I love Philadelphia. And you love duvets. I right? love du- duvets. 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 <laughs> duvets. Well, guys, uh, join us next time on the Days Past Tunecast, Cast. we're going to be talking about toys, and we're going to be talking about tunes oh as usual. boy, are we. Are we. We are, to answer your question. Mm-hmm. And uh, until then, you can contact us on Twitter. You can follow us at DPTuneCast there. You can email us dptooncast at gmail.com yes you can find us on Facebook facebook.com forward slash dptooncast, and if you would like to hear Travis and I rip wrapping it up you're gonna wanna hear it riggedy rapping. Mm. then and if you like the X-Men and if you like funny videos yes and he likes her mix a lot Big butts and I cannot lie. Yes, you like that? Then you're gonna want to go check out our video called X Men Attack on YouTube. If you search mm-hmm. for Days Past Tooncast You will find it. It is. You'll see our joyous. You logo can't miss there. It. You it can't is miss is it. Joyous. We mashed up and parodied the X Men 1992 cartoon series theme song mm-hmm. and Sir Mix-a-Lot's Baby Got Back. Mixed and mastered. It's it's great, man. Baby got back. Mm-hmm. And uh, go check it out. Yes, it's funny. We laughed. And wrapped on it. <laughs> make it viral, please, everyone. Yeah, please. No, yeah, we'll do something with make, At least make it like a, a small breakout in your hometown or something. Yeah. yeah. Travis, yeah. Uh, tell me about this other project you've been working on. This other project. All right, man. Yeah. So
2: I do a true crime podcast with Brandon and Catherine called Nature of the Beast. It's everywhere the podcasts are found. It's true crime with a twist. Um, it's good, man. We got all of our archived episodes up. Uh, it's goodness.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I like I appreciate how modest you are with your appraisal of your podcast cuz mm-hmm. you don't tell me it's the best. You don't tell me if I'm going to die if I don't listen to it, which a lot of podcasts do. And uh, and you guys will die if you don't come back next week to check us out. But it's it's self You itself. say it's good. It sells itself. You say it's good, I believe you cuz mm-hmm. you stop right there. Yep. So guys, go check out Nature of the Beast. Man, it is good. That's your tagline. It is good. Yes, sir. <laughs> and so, And thus it was said, it is good. And thus we say on the Days Past Tooncast, at least I say, we'll find out if you do. Okay. Tutor my duder. <laughs> yes, tutor my duder, Will. See you guys
2: next week. Peace.
1: Damn mouse. I cannot find my. You got finger. it? Yeah, there it's right it is. there. You see it? Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, <laughs> mommy, man. baby's home. Slap, dad. oh when oh, I'm work- going Oh,
2: oh, Shimer.
3: oh, going! Still